Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. From human trafficking charges to arson, Mauro Icardi's love life has thrown up some ludicrous drama. PSG star Mauro Icardi has claimed he'll quit football altogether unless his wife, Wanda Nara, agrees to get back with him. The former PSG striker and his wife, Wanda, are the stars of football's most chaotic marriage. Maxi Lopez took Mauro Icardi under his wing and then Mauro steals his wife. The man is a disgrace. This is their story. Icardi! Icardi! And joining me, Jack Rivlin, from The Upshot, to delve into the wild world of the Icardis are Zach from Upshot Towers. Hi, Jack. Welcome, mate. And joining us, Mr. Jack Collins, host of European football podcast Ranks FC. Do give it a listen. It's excellent. Jack, has uh, Mauro Icardi featured much on the pod? He used to. <laughs> I think is, is the key element here, right? We were talking about different things. Firstly, thank you so much for having me on. It's a real pleasure to be here at Upshot Towers. But yeah, he was he was a big thing for a while in the world of football and he sort of disappeared a little bit off the radar at, at Turkey. We don't cover that quite as much. But I think that keeping an eye on the Kardashians, if you will, uh, has been <laughs> quite something that we've we've enjoyed down the years. <laughs> I was going to say, has uh, has Wanda come up yeah, on the Yeah, just on as much. Yeah. <laughs> it is a little bit of a Kardashian story, isn't it, isn't it, Zach? Yeah, I mean, this if you if you think that the Beckhams threw up a lot of drama, you're going to love this. The Kardashians minus the trivial bits plus a ton of insane stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think your uh, human trafficking to arson intro <laughs> captured a, a few of the best bits, but. Um, yeah, there's, it's, it's absolutely ludicrous drama. Human trafficking charges, we should say, and arson rumours, we should say. We'll explain more later. They're very much worth worth your patience. Just going to apologise quickly, lads, for the hoarseness of my voice. I've been writhing around in the mud at a music festival in Poland for the last three days. So You're going you're to tell them about your feet? Uh, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> also, I wasn't, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't planning to, but yeah, I've, I've brought back some sort of foot condition, um, semi-diagnosed by a doctor, and I'm walking at snail's pace. Yeah, fortunately so you've been in the Somme. Yeah, it was a bit like the Somme, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the last time I came back from festival, I couldn't speak for a week, so like, you're doing better than I was at this point. Thanks, I've got my stressors, we'll, we'll, we'll muddle through like the Somme. <laughs> Hopefully this will be slightly less dramatic than that. Yeah, but although... Let's uh, see. Not for Mauro. Yeah, not for Mauro. <laughs> Zach, kick us off. Okay, so uh, so I, I feel like maybe for, for people who might need a little intro to this story. So uh, Mauro Cardi, little recap, he's an Argentinian striker. He now plays for Galatasaray, uh, but he's also played for really big European teams, PSG, Inter Milan. But he's also an absolutely massive celeb in Argentina, primarily courtesy of his, his marriage to Wanda, who is a kind of, you know, one of these like nondescript um, celebs, like model, influencer, reality TV, TV presenter, whatever, you name it, she's done it. General um, purpose. General influencer. purpose. Um, but you may recognise, uh, I kind of feel like Troy McClure. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Hi, my name's Wanda Nara. You may recognize me, recognize me from headlines such as Magic Wanda. Wanda Nara shows off tanned bum in very revealing video, sending Instagram fans into meltdown. <laughs> and Wanda and Ken. Wanda Nara joins No Bra Club for Busty Jim Selfie and poses with My Ken, Mauro Icardi, as besotted fans say, what a woman. Where are these, where are these <laughs> from? Where are these from? These are, these are the sun. Sun. You, yeah. Paper of record. Yeah. <laughs> and another one. Dirty Dozen. PSG star Mauro Icardi romps with stunning wife Wanda Nara 12 times a day, but not when he loses. 12 times a day. Yeah, I mean... It's serious stamina, isn't it? So that, okay, your waking hours are 18 hours, so that's every hour and a half. Yeah, but also, bear in mind, most days he'd be training. Yeah. That's a good six hours. So you're <laughs> We're so, taking it down to once an hour, I reckon. Yeah, possibly even more frequent. Three in before training and yeah. then... How is that fun? <laughs> it comes to natural, like, you're like, I'm just hitting the numbers now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not when he loses, though. If I were him, I'd be throwing the odd game. It depends, yeah. What I want to know is whether that 12 times a day is an average. Because if it is, the days that he loses, we're actually having to discount from this. Yeah. So actually, it could be higher. We're talking days of 20. <laughs> we'll come on to that. <laughs> there was actually, there's actually, I was going to, I was going to come on to this later, but they, uh, at one point, uh, when, when they, when they hooked up, um, they started tagging each other in posts on Twitter with the hashtag Quindicina. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, which is apparently, um, a reference to the fact that they, they made love 15 times during a, a 28 hour stay together in Argentina. <laughs> and they left the house. <laughs> Are you Actually, uh, no. doing it out and about? You haven't got probably. time. I think that you have to, if you're, if you're, if you're that kind of frequent, you have to probably be finding places and spaces that aren't, you know, because otherwise you're not going to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming you had to go home and see the family at some point, maybe they visit her family. I, I don't know yeah. how this works. Right. In the I queue for the post office. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> got to hit the numbers. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just go kind of back to the start from, from Mara. So Mara moved to the Canary Islands from Argentina when he was nine. And he started started playing football there for his local team, um, and was pretty was pretty good, and ended up being picked up by Barcelona and joined the youth team there when he was fifteen, and that was where a real uh, pivotal meeting took place. Um, so Mauro uh, ended up meeting Maxi Lopez, who played was a, also a, a, an Argentine striker who's playing for Barcelona at the time. There's a great picture here of. Mauro getting Maxi Lopez's autograph when he he looks I guess he looks about eleven now yeah he's real um, it's a real sort of meeting your heroes photo so what's the age gap ten years uh, yeah I think so yeah. um, it's it, it's a significant age gap yeah it's probably the way the way we would put it um, I think one of the interesting things about him playing in the Canary Islands was that he so he was born in Rosario which is the same place as Lionel Messi was born. Um, but I think when you when you look at it he, and you hear the stories from his childhood, he didn't want to play football. His dad was like, you're good at this, you have to do it. <laughs> really? And that was a really sort of, it's something that I think might feed into the rest of the podcast. He was like, no, no, you're good at this. You have to go and succeed where I fail. Because they moved to the Canary Islands so that his dad could find work because he wasn't finding work in, in Argentina at the time. Um, and he became a restaurant manager, I think. And basically... Little little Mauro was there, and they were like, "That kid can play. We need him to play. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing this all the time. We need him to play." And so, yeah, he didn't want to do it. But his dad was like, "No, no, you must." And, and uh, I think okay. he probably grew into it. But uh, when he was a youngster, very like a very small youngster, he, he had no interest. Apparently, did he then end up a kind of you know Ben Warasu Okoto? No, no, no. I, I think he does like playing football now. I don't mm. think we're talking about those kind of exact terms, but. <laughs> He was all Ben White, but it's, um, <laughs> I, I think that he did grow up ori- originally being like, mm, yeah, it's quite fun, but I'm not. It makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, it does. I think when you look at what he wants to do, yeah. be a celebrity, it does feed a little bit yeah. into that. Just Absolutely. wants to shag, really. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he wasn't a footballer, he'd be doing it 25 times a day. <laughs> it's like the inverse Peter Crouch. <laughs> 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 so so what so he's at Barcelona so he's at Barcelona it, it, it doesn't really work out at Barcelona he doesn't quite make the grade and he ends up moving to uh, Sampdoria where he's reunited with his childhood hero Maxi Lopez um, who's who's yeah I think captain of uh, Sampdoria at this point and Maxi really 
takes Maro under his wing. Um, Maro is very young when he arrives and Maxi just looks after him in the dressing room. You know, it's another, another young Argentine player. Um, he invites him around for dinner and actually ends up inviting him on holiday with his wife, Wandanara. Well, Wanda, Wanda, Wanda Lopez at this point. Wanda Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> point. <laughs> His wife Wanda Lopez, um, and again, there's 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 really fantastic pictures of um, the three of them on holiday together, sitting on some yacht in Canary Islands. Maybe looks like a nice sort of group holiday, but Maxi's hospitality tomorrow slightly backfires when it emerges that uh, Mara has been secretly shagging Wanda. Um, and I mean, actually, I should 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 qualify that a little bit because there is some dispute over what happened. So it's been like really widely reported that Mara and Wanda were having an affair while she was married to Maxi. But Wanda does claim that they were they they'd already separated by that point. It was the classic. So at the very um, least, there had been some chemistry. Yeah, there'd been sparks were flying while she was still with with Maxi, married to Maxi. Well, if he, if he, if it was a rebound, then it's gone. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say, well, that's probably actually not the point we're about to make on this podcast, <laughs> is it? But um, it's a long term rebound. If if that's the yeah. case, yeah, um, yeah, it, it's a weird one, isn't it? You're like, hmm. she she accuses Maxi Lopez of infidelity in the marriage. He accused her of cheating, but not with, not necessarily with Mara Cardi. Oh, and then, hell. and then they officially got. I think they got married like six months later, didn't they? Like yeah, it was yeah, really no, it was, quick. It was literally <laughs> six months. So basically, this is a sort of empty marriage to Maxi. They've got kids, haven't they? Her and Maxi. Two kids. Yeah. So I mean, either way, it sounds like it wasn't the happiest marriage. There's a quote from the son that says that Wanda was sexually starved by Lopez during their marriage. <laughs> Famished. So I mean, she's, she, she found the right man. Yeah. What is, what is sexually starved in her world three times a day? I don't know. Exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to know. <laughs> Either way, after just one season of um, of playing with Maxi Lopez at Sampdoria. Icardi signs for Inter Milan, which I can imagine was probably a relief for everyone <laughs> else at Sampdoria. Yeah. Just like every 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 training session, everyone's just in the dressing room. Like, oh God, God, he's here again. Are they both strikers as well? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I guess they were competing for a place in the team as or well. Or possibly a strike partnership. Yeah. Or I can't imagine there was much interplay yeah. on the pitch. So you have a bit of a um, Lebo, Yakira Dyer <laughs> situation. <laughs> but yeah, so after after a few months of uh, Mauro being at Inter, April 2014, Inter play Sampdoria at Sampdoria and the press go wild for this. It's, it's, um, it's dubbed the Wonder Derby. Um, <laughs> and it's quite cruel in some ways, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Especially to Maxi Lopez, poor old Maxi Lopez. His nickname used to be the Golden Egg or the Golden Hen. And, oh, really? Um, Why? Because he lays golden eggs? Well, I don't know. I think the, the, I don't think he's the Golden Hen anymore yeah. after all Doesn't of this. Doesn't lay eggs at all. Yeah, exactly. Battery hen. <laughs> but yeah, the, the whole build-up to this game is really tense. Um, all of the coverage centers on the whole Maxi Mauro drama. Maxi actually comes out and, and demands that Sky Sports stop showing pictures of, of Wanda and his kids in their, in their coverage of the game. And Icardi then responds on Twitter saying, oh, what the kids, the kids you haven't seen for a week or 10 days and you haven't even called. Oh God, so it's getting nasty. It's getting nasty. And then after that, he, uh, he then posts a load of pictures of him on a day out with the kids and and uh, and one of um, Maxi's kids falling asleep on his chest. Whoa. That is really cruel. It's really, it's really cruel. cruel and also incredibly like dominant. Catty. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. like, by the way, I'm here. Yeah. Like, oh, it's wait, a real it's, moment. It's about to get worse. It gets, worse. <laughs> it gets, it gets so much worse. Um, so anyway, in the, uh, in the game, they're lining up for the pre-match handshakes and... Maxi does a does a Wayne Bridge John Terry refuses to shake Mario Cardi's hand, which you know, <laughs> fair play. Yeah. <laughs> Do the same in his yeah, position. Yeah. Um, Reasonable man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was a, a very measured response, actually. <laughs> All things considered, yeah, given the other options available. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can imagine that he's really. Uh, oh, it would feel so good to get one over over Mauro, but unfortunately for Maxi, that 
doesn't happen. The game could hardly have gone worse for him. Uh, Inter win 4-0. Icardi scores twice and Maxi misses a penalty. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Icardi was on fire in this game. And it's something we'll come back to, but... Like, obviously, he was absolutely over, like, over the moon with the attention, with the kind of, like, cynicism, with the, like, the people, dis- he, he thrives on that negativity. And it seems to yeah. be those games where he steps up. He was unbelievable, like, unplayable good. Really? And that's the last you kind of think you want if you're Maxi Lovis. Be like, yeah. for God's sake, this kid's really good at football, <laughs> which is why we became friends in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Me reaping. This is great. Me sowing. Like All my chickens came home to roost. Yeah, exactly. So is Icardi one of those players? He needs the sort of negativity almost. There's there's like more of this like in, in the Inter, but we'll come on to it. It like, kicks off with the ultras and stuff. But it does feel like when the chips are against him, when everything is like, everyone hates me, he just comes out and delivers. And it's just like, all right, cool. So this is you, is it? This is exactly yeah. what you thrive on. It's the opposite yeah. of like an Emil Heskey type. Yeah. <laughs> He's an arm around the you shoulder. love Maracardi. He does nothing for you. <laughs> Seven games without scoring. Loses every game. He's furious with the lack of bedroom action. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so so Maxi misses a penalty in that game Maxi as well. Maxi misses a penalty, Just yeah. the icing on the cake. Yeah, and it's, it was it was uh, to make it 1-1. So Mauro so Mauro scored pretty early on and shortly after Sampdoria got a penalty and you could just imagine all the journalists in the press box just licking their lips because yeah. it writes itself. Yeah, I know. Um, Who could derive joy from this story? <laughs> yeah. How dare they? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, and then one month later, one month after that match, um, Mara and Wanda get married in Buenos Aires. And this is only, yeah, I think it was six months after she divorced Maxi, <laughs> poor old Maxi. Um, and then, uh, you know, we were talking about this whole stepdaddy power play thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, this, I just can't believe this bit, but Mara then gets the names of Maxie's kids tattooed on his arm. Oh my God. <laughs> here's a, here's a picture of a bastard. <laughs> it's this smile that he's got on his face yeah. in this picture. You can just see the malice in his eyes. Yeah. Like, you're like, this is going to really wind people yeah. up this. I've yeah. got this one in the back. Yeah. yeah. And is he sticking brutal. that straight onto social media? Straight on, yeah. straight on Insta. Tattoos not even completed in the photo. Yeah. <laughs> it's still being done. <laughs> That's how quickly he wanted that on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he looks, like, he looks like a real bastard in this photo. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like the, the the smug school bully. Yeah, which is basically what he is. Yeah. He's just been made head boy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, around this time, so Mauro seems to really be, obviously with the tattoo, really trying to tie himself into... Dial in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to like properly get Wanda tied into his life. And so he takes the next logical step and appoints her as his agent. I'm not sure exactly what her qualifications are for, for that. Yeah. Maybe he just needs a, an Instagram manager. Well, she's um, a, she's clearly a bit of a Swiss army knife. Yeah, like, I was going to say, I yeah. don't know what her qualifications are for almost anything. She's like, and it goes on. She, she goes on to become an on-screen football TV pundit. She is his agent. Really? She does a load of work behind the scenes in, in management. Yeah. I think she hosts MasterChef <laughs> yeah. in, in Argentina now. Like, she's she's a woman of many talents. She's a catch. She's a catch. <laughs> is, there, is, there a, is there sort of an it's, English analogue you could compare her to? Like, Posh Spice with her kind of music, fashion yeah. brand. She doesn't really negotiate football transfers, does no. she? No. Is there someone like well, that? Well, Spice was also a really good singer. Like, as in, yeah. of her faults. Like, yeah. the, the Spice Girls were excellent. Yeah, well, and Wanda mm. Nara wasn't an excellent I, master chef. I've had no idea if Wanda can sing. Maybe she can. But like, <laughs> as in, the the kind of acceleration to fame seems to have been off the back of things, where I think that someone like Victoria Beckham was famous and then got more famous. Yeah. As opposed to mm. this, which just feels like it's just exploded out of the drama that's come out of all of this. Is it kind of like Katie Price had been Dwight York's agent? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good, I think that's a good analogy. <laughs> Didn't quite pan out that way, unfortunately, but you know, she also had a sort of business empire. It does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. a good analogy. 
Yeah. I think we're maybe not giving Wonder enough credit as we yeah. as we should in this. Harry Kane's brother's an Asian, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the closest example of an unexpected agent is Harry Kane's brother. My favourite bit about that story was when this summer they were like, oh, could be there could be change for Harry Kane. He was like, right, I'm going to get my dad in as well. It was like, hang on, <laughs> you've got one job. <laughs> when you were asked to do the one job, you're like, dad, <laughs> I might need a bit of an hand in <laughs> You've obviously seen the picture of Harry Kane's brother's office, haven't you? Where it's like pictures of Kane on the wall, just him him at his desk with the phone and the fax machine. You've got one client, he's your brother, and he's on a six-year contract at Spurs. (laughs) I like that he still rocks up in a suit every day to the office. Three-piece. Got it apart. Got it Got a big meeting with Harry today. (laughs) (laughs) Then straight round for a roast at Mums. (laughs) Got a change of clothes in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, anyway, so uh, Wanda is now his agent uh, and she seems to do a decent job to to begin with. She negotiates him a new contract at Inter, but it's not long before it all goes a bit hits up. Mauro's by this point, I think he's been at Inter. He ends up playing for Inter, I think, for six years and he's appointed captain at some point. But he's then stripped of the Inter captaincy after his agent, wife, goes on a, an Italian TV show and basically starts slagging off the manager, slagging off his teammates, complaining that they don't pass to him enough or that their passes are shit. And it basically, unsurprisingly, causes a bit of a stir in the dressing room and the manager and the players basically all turn against him and he gets stripped of the captaincy. Apparently all of the players supported this. Up to that point, had his inter career been quite no, fruitful? No. Well, yes and no. So it had been fruitful, but not smooth. I think it's probably this. So in at some point, about a year after he was given the captaincy, he released his autobiography, which is called Always Forward. And in it... <laughs> good name. Yeah, it's a good name. But in it, he talks about this scene really early on in his inter career. I think it was at Sassuolo. Um, and basically he, after the game, he'd come on, he'd only got a couple of minutes and Inter had lost and the fans were fuming and absolutely livid. He goes and he tries to, so in his words, his, his version of the story is that he went and tried to basically appease the, the Cordova and said, sorry, you know, bad, bad performance, etc. And he saw a kid and he took off his shirt and gave the kid his shirt. He then said one of the leaders of the 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 Corvenor, the, the ultras, a capo, came, took the shirt off the kid and threw it back at him. Um, in which case he confronted them and, and he says, in the dressing room, I was hailed as a hero because no one has ever had the balls to go and confront the, the, the fan groups before. And he says that, well, basically the, the, the Corvenor are like, that didn't happen. <laughs> that is a lie. You get, you threw your shirt into the crowd and we threw it back because we didn't want it. You've made up this kid. This kid didn't exist. <laughs> and so basically it all, like everyone's absolutely livid. But in the book, Akadi writes, do they not know that I come from one of the hardest areas of Argentina, one of the toughest places to grow up in the world with the highest murder rates, etc.? Is that how many of them? I will fight them one by one. Are there 50, 100, 200 in the Curva? I will bring a hundred criminals from Argentina and we will murder them. <laughs> he writes this in a book. Like, it's not like this. Oh this, was, this was, and he wrote this while he was while playing for the Inter. inter-captain. <laughs> <laughs> this is not, it's not 10 years later. He is still the what? inter-captain. Anyway, the, the old just read the book and they go ballistic. They're like, <laughs> what is this? Like, hang on. Um, anyway, there's a couple of banners going on. There's all this stuff. It said that the, the inter Banners say something, things like a hundred goals and a hundred trophies wouldn't remove what a piece of shit you are. Oh um, wow. There is, you are not a captain. You are a coward making up a kid, you know, to kick yeah. us, etc. Anyway, Akali retracts some of it and the inter, the inter ultras demand that he removes this passage from the book. So in the revised version, it's not there. So in, in the version you can get now, this, this bit doesn't exist. So there are rare copies going around. So there are rare copies. With this, <laughs> you're looking for a first edition if you're buying Maracardi's autobiography, right? Um, so anyway, eventually he basically posts his apology saying like, I told my story. Yes, there were exaggerations, but it wasn't made up. Um, and uh, Inter decide that they're going to fine him for basically criticising the fans, but they allow him to keep the captaincy until Wanda mm. goes on TV and says, the coach is rubbish. And then they're like, right. That's the point. <laughs> you know what? My and dude. how big's the gap between those two? <laughs> Not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have to say, I've gained a little bit of respect for him from that. I mean, he also did score 124 goals in 219 games for Inter. So he's delivered. Like, in terms of, and and, you know, we talk about, we spoke about those big games earlier, the the pressure. When the, you know, the next game after the Curva were like that, and he he scored and didn't celebrate twice. And the manager, I think at the time, was Mancini, and he was just like, no, no, you should celebrate what's going on. And he said it wasn't a response to the Curva, it was a response to the Inter management not getting him a new contract, the contract that Wanda eventually Mm. negotiates Mm. for him. but also there's a Derby della Madonnina where he turns up and scores a hat-trick. It's the famous picture of him holding the shirt up, the same like Lionel Messi celebration, um, which is potentially a bit of a jar and a, bar- a barb in itself. But, yeah. he, you know, he scores a 90th minute penalty in a game that Inter started really well, were 1-0 up, fell a bit on the rocks, 1-0. He scores a goal out of the blue to make it 2-1. They concede, they're right under the cosh, they get penalty last minute. The stadium is like bouncing. San Siro is, it's, it's I think Milan were at home. Yeah. in the game. So it's you know, 70% Rossoneri and the place is like absolutely spitting feathers and Akadi just slots the penalty, takes his shirt off and gives it to the crowd. And at the same time, the crew are like, we don't want to celebrate this guy. But <laughs> don't equally, he's just scored the winner in the local <laughs> derby in the 93rd minute from the spot. Like, it was a bit, you know, it's the same thing. When the when things are against him, yeah. he performs time and time again. And Did, like, they, did they forgive him at that point? I, I, you know what? I don't know. I, I think that there was never a full, like when he left for PSG on loan, despite the fact that his goal record was exceptional, he, I think he scored eight and nine or something like that against Juventus in, you know, Inter's biggest game of the season. He, he did step up in the big games, Akadi. And so when he left, you'd expect there to be a bit like ugh, an outcry, a poor, there was none of that. There really? was, it was a bit of like, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that, was really that was wild. <laughs> Whatever just happened. So, so I don't know if that I, I, th- I think that there was elements of, you know, football fans are fickle. We know that. And that's not a criticism. It's just how the game works. But there was a feeling, I think that they were like, Oh, he was good, <laughs> but equally it was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I think that was the kind of dichotomy that ran through his integrity. Did they improve after he left or did they improve after he left? Um, what year are we in? When is this? This was, I think, 2019, I think they left. Yeah. So, so they, they then won the league a couple of years later, they right? They did, yeah. Um, I don't know how much of that was down to a card leaving <laughs> as opposed to anything else. But yeah. It the chemistry did, went through the roof. Things did start to feel like they were in a better place, I think. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and it maybe just was part of the fact that the dressing room came. But Lukaku came in to replace him, um, which was something interesting because he got a lot of praise in that first season at Inter. And Wanda went on TV in France and was like, where is Lukaku in the big matches? I see him. I see him getting all this praise. Like, it's like, I see a number nine who scored over a hundred goals for Inter. And now this guy turns up and everyone's giving him, you know, Mauro has turned up in the Champions. I was like, wow, this is a lot. Maybe maybe he he never threatened to bring a hundred criminals to kill (laughs) their fans though. Precisely. I mean, Lukaku's reputation isn't great with the Inter fan base, but he didn't threaten to kill them. So there is that to take, you know, take heart with. <laughs> oh, that's great. Right, where are we um, then? So he's leaving Inter. So yeah, so leaving Inter behind. Wanda comes good in the end and she she manages to haggle him this big move to PSG. Bring their voracious sexual appetite to the, the, the city of love. <laughs> <laughs> what better place? <laughs> um, and it's all going well. It's destined really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fitting club. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah given yeah. the drama the absolute circus that goes on there it seems like a good fit yeah and they and they they deliver they add to it uh so it all it all starts pretty well um until a moment of madness from mauro uh where he begins an affair with a rival argentine model called china suarez who yeah i think she's against bit of a bit of a wandanara she's a model actress TV personality. Um, another Swiss army knife. Is another it, Swiss army knife. Is it a full affair? I think they maybe were just de- DMing kind of flirtatious texts. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting well, one. She said some, she said some funny things. So basically when the story broke and obviously there was loads of like drama in Argentina, she basically released some quotes to be like, yo, <laughs> like she was like, I, so what's happening today has a much b- bigger and deeper story behind it, a story that many women will surely identify with. I always believed that they were separated or in the process of separating and that there were no conflicts. I feel in this situation a hellish deja vu where I pay once again reputation matters, which are the personal domain of any women. 
But wow. also the, the the actual messages that McCarty sent to her were were revealed, which is pretty bleak. Um, <laughs> He said, he said, when they began speaking, the first thing he said to her was, you are the woman of my dreams, my idol. I have seen you this way since I was little, which is weird in itself, to be perfectly honest. Um, But he also said that I want to break up with Wanda. I don't want to be with her anymore. I stopped loving her. I see her as a sister or as a mother. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) But but you are shagging her 15 times a day. Really concerned (laughs) with how this looks. (laughs) Wow. But so he's saying he's saying the spark's gone and we're kind of family, but it's platonic. I'm feeling I'm sexually starved, that's what you say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're pretty incriminating, really. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that is it's hard to come back from that. It's yeah. not great, is it? And are they are they how he gets caught? No, so uh I think Wanda smells a rat at some point and she hires a private detective. This <laughs> <laughs> is classic. Um who then uh trawls through Maro's DMs and sees sees these messages. So they hack his phone. I guess so. I mean, I've, this whole like private detective thing, I find very depressing. Really, that yeah. hiring detectives for your own husband it does but, fit with the narrative. Though we're talking, what we're in Paris, we've got a film noir yeah. PD. <laughs> like, everything is going exactly to script, yeah. as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah, we're in the city of love with two lovers who. <laughs> I've decided they're not having enough love and they need another love involved. And then there's, then there's a film noir detective. Like, this is a film. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So yeah, understandably, Wanda is is pretty furious about this, um, and they break up. And she she posts a message on Instagram saying, "Another family you have ruined for a slut," and then and then unfollows Maro. When she says oh, another family, she yeah. means her previous marriage. Does she mean? Does she, yeah. Does she mean that is she calling herself a slut? Because I'm <laughs> quite concerned about yeah. like Whoa. what she actually means here. Maybe it's lost in translation. Let's, uh, let's clear that. Yeah, yeah, because then. Um, it's obviously tragic news, this whole breakup, unless you're Maxi Lopez, who, who then pops up with a, <laughs> a question on his, uh, on his Instagram. He just posts this. Do you believe in karma? <laughs> oh. I mean, he's been waiting <laughs> for 10 years. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. God, I can imagine the, the pleasure he must have. Derived in, from sending that. Turns yeah. on his phone in the morning, he sees notification, he's like, oh my God, I can post it. It's been in drafts. It's been in drafts since 2009. <laughs> There's an amazing meme somewhere of him laughing, like three different Maxi Lopez heads all laughing in different positions. Quite like this sort of, as if it's a kind of full circle, Maxi comes good. Mm. Yeah, he's been through a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deserves his moment his- of schadenfreude. Yeah. <laughs> So then Wanda, uh, after, after posting this message and breaking up with Mauro, she goes back to Argentina and Mauro is, is completely heartbroken. <laughs> How? <laughs> Which doesn't quite match up with the, <laughs> the messages. 
it's Missy as mum and sister. But he then, uh, he actually goes on strike. So he refuses to play for PSG and, and threatens to leave Paris unless Wanda comes back to him. What? Um, so then, so I mean, yeah. He threatens to leave football. So he's like, football he, he's like, I will hang out my boots if she doesn't return to me. Really? Is, well, is the thought was. process there that she's his agent, she's taking a cut of his wages, <laughs> so he's got her by the balls. <laughs> you want yeah. the gravy train running? Yeah. <laughs> you know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Also, what are PSG... Need my numbers droid back. <laughs> <laughs> what are PSG thinking? P- so PSG somehow accept this. <laughs> Um, so there was, there was a big, a big Champions League tie against, uh, against RB Leipzig and they just allow Mauro to drop out of the squad and he goes back to Argentina and appears on, uh, on Argentine TV, um, basically begging to get back with her and he makes some quite strange demands. He demands that she share pictures of their kids delete her Instagram and then he also bans her from his private chat oh, which is that just it's, he's gone carrot and then stick yeah. <laughs> quite quite like it I think that would, you'd kind of assume that comes with the divorce yeah the, uh, what the private not, jet the, no, no longer really being full circle the there from jet. going begging to get back and be like right you're banned from the private jet yeah, yeah. We get, it's over it's like wow you've really come around quick yeah. so what's, what's the posting the picture thing about just like demonstrate that you still care yeah, I, I, I don't know. Is I guess the only who knows. I don't know if his, his clarity of thought is great at this point. I'll be honest. He's just sort of writing down a list of things that she could do. Yeah, I guess the only currency they understand is Instagram posting. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Private chat. But yeah, somehow this works. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. Yeah. After all that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you can just imagine Wanda sitting in a hotel room and he pops up on TV making these demands, and it's just like he's the one. He is the one. How could I argue <laughs> yeah, with that? He really loves or is, me. Or, or, or she needed a quick flight over to Sao Paulo. And she <laughs> well, the private jet was the last straw. Yeah. <laughs> Just when you think they're about to ride off into the sunset, there was a terrifying twist. So this is in August last year, the Acardis were accused of human trafficking. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so there. <laughs> this is what they call rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> just, just what, just when you think it's all, yeah, it's all roses. Um, their their former housekeeper, a woman called Carmen from Uruguay, she claims that they confiscated her phone and her passport, failed to pay her for three years, and made her sleep on the floor of the utility room, living off bags of old rice. Where I think is it in there? This is uh, I think this is in Lake Como. Yeah, so I think this is a man who's just bought the most expensive car in the world. Private (laughs) jet, twenty-three million dollar car. Really, Uh, really, twenty-three million. What is it? It's a Rolls Royce. Um, it's called like a boat. It's something boat. It basically the inside of it looks like a luxury yacht. It's huge. It's massive. It's massive. I'll point? see if I can What's find the point it. Of that car it comes from? with a like a built-in picnic basket, like that keeps all your food cold. Has like specialist <laughs> champagne. Like it's wild. It, it, to be fair, it's, it's an incredibly three cool million. Car. But and he just posted a picture of his on his Instagram, being like futuristic yeah like my dude <laughs> it's it's called a boat tail meanwhile um, carmen's meanwhile carmen's even off rice like, it's not i'm not okay with this bit of the story <laughs> yeah. the rest of it take or leave but yeah. this bit of the story is where i draw the line i think we we should clarify they obviously deny the accusations Heavily deny it yeah. yeah and they were um, they were formally charged i think in what italy i presume or argentina I, I think it was Italy. Yeah. Must be because that's yeah. where she was. They were formally charged, but they totally deny the charges. And I think human trafficking has a slightly different meaning where it's to do with them helping her stay in the country illegally. And then she's adding that colour basically to say, I didn't want to be here, but mm. I was unable to leave. That's my understanding of it. And we don't know where the charges have gone, right? No, I mean, I can't find any updates on this story. So... It's because he left. <laughs> yeah, he's gone to, gone to Turkey. I don't think they committed human trafficking, did they? They, they <laughs> might have committed. I don't think she was curled up in Maricardi's suitcase. <laughs> in the back of the boat tail. Yeah. <laughs> I think they illegally moved someone or they illegally allowed someone to stay in the country is the accusation, yeah. which they deny. And there haven't been any... The, the, the court case doesn't seem to have gone anywhere. So 
we're unsure where that goes. Um, but it's not long before there's more trouble in paradise. Deadline day 2022, last summer, um, Mauro joins Galatasaray on loan. And a few weeks after that, um, story breaks in Argentine news that neighbours of, of the Icardis, again at their their place beside Lake Como near Milan, have reported them outside their house, dousing their furniture with petrol and setting light to it. <laughs> Which, you know, it seems like quite a dramatic step. It's like, you know, you know, there are courier services that go to Turkey. You can just take this stuff with you. Give it, give it to charity, free cycle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not so fun, not so much fun though, is it? No, it's not. What were they burning then? <laughs> Furniture. Yeah, bags of rice. So. Bags, bags Housekeepers. Of, no, ev- evidence, maybe. <laughs> God, so I think we're we're cracking the case here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there are questionable manoeuvres going yeah, on left, yeah. right, and centre around there. Yeah. And uh, well, I think the fire brigade come. Don't the fire brigade come. The police come. According to press reports, um, I mean, I suppose they are entitled to set their own furniture on fire. I yeah. suppose as long as they're not. Yeah, there's no risk of it spreading, but yeah, it does seem like a bizarre. Move. Just, I mean, yeah. when the when the fire brigade turn up, that implies quite a big inferno. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look good for their relationship no. if that's what they're doing. And shortly afterwards, Wanda announces on Instagram, obviously, that her and Mara are no longer together, which is tragic again. Uh, apparently, another part of this Half story, of the course at this point is yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Another part of this story was that um uh. When they split up, Wanda apparently demanded a million euros for negotiating his deal with Galatasaray as his agent. Not only did he split up with her, he also sacked her as his agent. Did she get a million? No, I don't think so. Well, maybe maybe by now she's... Maybe, maybe. Potentially she's just taken out of the joint account at this point. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to to spoil the ending, but... (laughs) Wanda then pops up uh, at a bowling alley in Buenos Aires, <laughs> kissing uh, this Argentine rapper called El Gant. It's who, Elegante. Elegante. Like oh, elegant. Oh, I thought yeah. that, was, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You, Elegante. You, you that is a great name, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it credit where it's due. Do you not yeah. follow Argentine rap? <laughs> I do, but, you know, I've dropped off the dropped off the radar a little bit. He's too mainstream for you. <laughs> <laughs> More into the underground stuff. <laughs> Are you a big fan of Argentine rap? Well, specifically Elegante, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Mainly the first album. Yeah. Well, you must be familiar with his song El Ultimo Romantico then, uh, which uh, which Wanda appears in. So uh, that's the last romantic. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, think so. I assumed it was the ultimate romantic. It might be. Yeah, so she appears in the video, the music video for this song, uh, Lying in Bed with Elegante. Do you want to listen to a bit of the song? Yes, we do. It is shit. <laughs> he sounds like he's got like a gobstopper in his mouth whilst he's doing it. Do you remember that song by El Chombo, Chacaron? Uh, it's very similar vibe. Very similar vibe. Has he maybe got like a grill on his teeth or something? That's- Potentially, yeah. He looks a bit like Mauro. <laughs> no? Do you think? That's well, the, the tats. The tats. Yeah. He's the, got a similar sort of body shape. They're not like bulky guys. They're actually, uh, face, not so much. A bit mainstream for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Elegante's in jail. I've learned out. Oh, oh, really? He's up. He's in jail. What, He's what been for? detained since June the 6th, 2023 for threats and unlawful deprivation of liberty, <laughs> aka kidnapping. Oh, Pending charge. <laughs> Innocent or proving guilty. This yeah. didn't take place in a Lake Como mansion, did it? <laughs> <laughs> or in an Argentine bowling alley. <laughs> well, what, you thought he was going to be simple after all we've just gone through? <laughs> yeah, on brand. So, Icardi, when, when he sees <laughs> sees this music video, when he, when, he hit, when he discovers that Wanda's hanging out with reprobates like uh, Elegant, <laughs> he's furious. Uh, and he goes AWOL again from from training Galatasaray, not happy, uh, and flies to 
Argentina to, to confront to confront her apparently arrives at the hotel where she's um staying there's pictures of him with his suitcases outside the hotel and the security guards just won't let him in you can just imagine him just like banging on the door Wanda Wanda please take me back um I want to see the kids Wanda yeah. <laughs> Have they got kids together? By yeah, the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not yeah. just Maxie's not kids just. at this point. <laughs> any, any little mini elegantes? I don't believe so, but Elegan- we're yet to see elegantitos. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be glad to hear that uh, in November of last year, uh, after a few months of predictably shooting social media barbs at each other, um, Mara and Wanda got back together. Thank, thank, thank God. God. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> thank God for series two of this podcast. <laughs> and actually, it, it seems like they're they're pretty happy together. Where are they? Uh, they're, in, they're, in they're in Turkey. Is this a good time to talk about his Galatasaray life? What's going on there? He's been really good. Like, yeah. I think he's it's something like 23 goals and seven or eight assists in 27 games. He fired them to the title last year. Wow, he, he wow was, that's pretty. I'm pretty sure he scored the winning goal. I mean, uh, it, or the, the, his goal was the one that sealed the title for Gala. Yeah. Um, and look, Gala are a wild club, right? So like, actually, this is this is a pretty nice fit. I think he fits quite nicely in the firestorm. And the fact that it's all very on top of you and very like dramatic, I think Turkish will, will suit him. And yeah. mm. we're seeing that. So Again. he's he's got Wilfried Zaha playing with him now, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They've got a decent team. They've got Dries Mertens as well, I think. No, really. I mean, we, we, in the Upshot newsletter, we call Turkey the glue factory because it's, it's where careers go to end. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, not anymore now that Saudi Arabia, but, um, <laughs> but I have, I have enjoyed his spell at Gala. They've, he's been very good. So that's Turkey. It's going well in Turkey. How old is Icardi? He's 30. He's 30, so he's young, but he's, he's banging them in for Galatasaray. Why hasn't he had more of an international career with, with Argentina? Well, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a sore point with Icardi. So he believes that the reason that he hasn't had this is because Lionel Messi doesn't like him. And Lionel <laughs> Messi is obviously God in Argentina right now. Um, it's an, you know, when you, when you look at the two of them, they're both born in Rosario. They both come from not similar neighborhoods, but they, they were born in the same place. They've had careers where they've overlapped. They played together briefly at, at PSG. They were at Bar- They would have been a Barcelona in the academy at, at the same sort of time. So there's quite a lot of it. But he, Icardi was always reportedly suspicious that Messi was having words with coaches and selectors in order not to select him because he didn't like the vibe that he brought to the dressing room. You also kind of add to that that Messi's best mate was Sergio Aguero and Icardi would have been the player coming in, you know, to challenge that mm. dominance. Mm. At that point, I wonder if there's something a little bit were there you know, any were there any specific incidents that made him dislike Cardi or was it just I, did, I think he just looks at him and just like he's like my guy yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot yeah. yeah he's like hang on man I know I appreciate that if you're good you can get away with stuff but I'm well good yeah. <laughs> and I haven't done any of this kind of chaos that's, that's absolutely fine there was some you know weird stuff that over oh, on Argentine TV where people were calling the, the Argentine selection the friends of Lionel Messi team. Mm. It's a strange one that there's no apparent um, obvious one, but the key thing might be, and to take it all the way back full circle, that Lionel Messi is really good friends with Maxi Lopez. Oh, is he? Oh, really? <laughs> right. So it's a, yeah, I mean, uh, fair enough. Wow. <laughs> Maxi never played for Argentina, did he? I'm no, just- there was a, like a whole meme campaign about him when he didn't get selected for a World Cup. There was like a thing that people were like, because when he signed for Barcelona, a lot of people in Argentina were like, what the hell's that about? <laughs> like, they were like, that guy is not that good. <laughs> and it was a bit of a, like a comedy thing. So Lopez was like, and then they like basically did this like fake campaign to basically get him selected for the 2006 World Cup. And they did like a, a thing basically like, oh, the reason Argentina got knocked out was because Maxi Lopez wasn't there. And it was all like, you remember that fake Chuck Norris facts thing? Like, yes. It was all quite like that kind of style of, of yeah. internet. This is back in 2006. So we're, uh, we're going a little bit back, but there was a real vibe around it for a, for a yeah. while. Do you want to know what Wanda's up to now? Go on. Wanda is the host of MasterChef in, uh, in Argentina. Cool. Cool do, you know, do you know who's going on the next series of MasterChef? <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Mario Cardi. How are you going to do that from Turkey? <laughs> <laughs> Have they recorded that over the summer? I, like, yeah, I, 
so it, it, this could be like a one-off one-off uh, episode i'm not not exactly sure um but they've just just recently like a couple of weeks ago released the trailer for the episode where uh marrow surprises wanda and comes out as a contestant um so watch this space for uh for the next step of Marrow's career. Considering that she posted an Instagram thing a couple of years back, basically being like, love is cooking dinner for your your mm. other half every day. I wonder how much, you know, culinary experience Marocardi really <laughs> yeah. has. We're about, to find, we're about she, to find she out. She said that was that was how they that was how they met was that well, sorry, no, they they, they obviously met on holiday with uh with Maxi, but um she says that she was kind of going through a bit of a tough time whatever with Maxi and Mara invited her around to his place um and they were you know just chatting and then they got hungry um and he was like do you want to stay for dinner um and she opened up the cupboard and there was there was nothing there <laughs> <laughs> so she ended up she ended up getting some pasta in and and cooked him up some pasta and the rest is history the rest is history <laughs> So yeah, so maybe he's been working on his skills in the kitchen since then, <laughs> and he's back to back to to wow her. <laughs> Here we go. Can't wait. Yeah. Wow, that was a wild ride. It's quite exhausting, isn't it? Yeah. I can only imagine what it's like to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we look forward to the next chapter, and obviously, we'll keep you updated on whatever the Acardis do next. Whoever else is dragged in, but for now. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, check out Jack's podcast, Ranks FC, for more deep dives into European football. Hit subscribe on this podcast, wherever you get them, and check out our newsletter. The link's in the description of this pod. Thank you very much, Zach, for telling us that wild story. Thank you, Jack. It's a pleasure. And thank you, Jack, for also telling us that wild story. Thanks. It's been a real pleasure coming on, boys. I've really loved it. Thanks very much. 